What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is all about womanhood, femininity, the divine feminine, hormones, cycles, all of the lovely, crazy, beautiful things about being a woman. This is not about how to be ladylike or how to be a lady, all of the feminine stereotypes. I, for one, am not the most ladylike person in the world. This is not about gender roles. It's not about how to be more girly or anything like that. This is also not about women being equal to men because we all know that biologically we're just not the factual biological reality is that men and women are not equal we are two completely different beings with different body parts different makeups different natures and qualities both men and women have masculine and feminine energy some people have more of one energy some people have less this is about femininity as an energy not as a political or social construct this is about a deep understanding of the natural biological makeup of the female body and how you personally identify and see yourself and thinking about what being a woman means to you. I know I have male listeners, but this is obviously an episode about women. Men, you can still stick around and listen. It will be be great for you to learn more about women in general. So um, this is for everyone, but obviously this episode is for and about women. Um, But yeah, think about what traits and roles and characteristics resonate with you and are a true part of who you are and what you feel like. Think about like what you feel like you have to do or have to be because of outside pressure, whether it's from family, movies, politics, religion, all the things that influence us on a daily basis. I think this topic is always interesting interesting to explore especially as society continues to evolve and women are seen in different ways and in different lights the whole kiki palmer drama a few days ago proved that a lot of men still expect women to carry themselves a certain way for anyone who doesn't know what i'm talking about just google kiki palmer an usher and you'll see the whole story but basically kiki palmer's boyfriend darius posted on twitter that he felt that kiki palmer should not have worn that particular dress to the usher concert because she is a mother which is a whole interesting conversation within itself because that implies that he would not have had a problem with the dress if she did not have a child but since she's a mother she should not have worn that dress and then he said that we live in a generation where a man of the family does not want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others which is a whole nother conversation because newsflash to all men we are not dressing for you that was my main issue with his statement because men for whatever reason have convinced themselves that all women are out here just dressing and looking good to get the attention of other men and i'm like sir i look good for me i'm dressing for me i know for a fact that kiki palmer was was so happy to show off her post baby body and prove that just because she is a mom does not mean that she cannot dress in a sexy way i also think it was wrong that he publicly made this statement instead of just talking to her directly and saying hey i'm uncomfortable with you wearing that dress but i bet you he was worried about the response he (laughs) he would have gotten from her had he said it to her directly to me the whole thing was just immature but it does show that as far as women have come in society and we have more rights and opportunities and are making money and are proving ourselves there are still certain expectations and assumptions about what we do and what we should do 
So it's the perfect time to just explore what it means to even be a woman, what it means to you specifically. I also think this is a very interesting conversation to have with the Barbie movie coming out and all of the stereotypes surrounding the Barbie brand and what it's meant for women and little girls to have the image of that quote unquote perfect body drilled into all of our brains since childhood. And of course, there are thousands of other popular dolls that we've all played have all played with like I loved Bratz as a kid lol dolls are really popular now I used to have my Polly Pocket dolls I had the whole like I had the whole plane and everything for Polly Pocket I was obsessed but we all know that no none of the other doll brands like those don't even come close to having the impact that Barbie has had um Barbie it have has just been like the world's way of putting the most ideal body image at the time in the hands of every single little girl um and so it's still very important to think about how the world views women how you view yourself as a woman being pretty and girly is not the same as being as being feminine i'm not talking about being pretty and girly those things are external and superficial and don't really have anything to do with being feminine femininity is internal it's a certain energy the strength the intuition and natural abilities that so many females are just born with that energy and light that we carry the divine feminine the fact that we are so powerful without having to do anything we can just sit in our being and exude strength and power especially black women y'all know I don't even have to open my mouth. You just know I'm here like that goddess energy. Why God created and designed our bodies to bring forth life. Have you ever thought about um, why as strong and as tough as men are, why God makes like women to carry children and not men like because most females are just natural nurturers. We love different. We care different. And you don't need to be or become a mother to create and birth life into the world. The words you speak are life. That's Bible. That's scripture. The way you use your life, your gifts, your talents in the world, that is your creation. Have you ever also wondered why we use the term mother nature and not father nature? We create, we nurture, we bring forth, we care. We have cycles that are literally in sync with the planet. Whether you believe in astrology or not, female bodies have literally been designed um, to function in accordance with the natural cycles of the earth. Like that's the divine feminine. That's our direct connection to the creator and to creation and the ability we have to create. I heard Bishop T.D. Jake say one time that women are closer to God because we operate in cycles and seasons. That's why our intuition is so high and we just know sometimes and have more of a sense of things sometimes than men do. It's not a judgment towards men, but that's a fact. And any real man is able to admit that. Like sometimes we really do just know best and there's no reason or explanation needed. It's because I said so. Like all our mothers used to say, don't question me. The answer is because I said so and we can back it up. But trust me, if you question me or you make me back it up, you're going to end up wishing that you had just gone along with it in the first place. Like we all know that's how most women are. And that's being a woman. That's having that confidence have y'all also ever wondered why Tyler Perry could not play Medea as a man like instead of going through all the trouble of putting on the dresses and the wigs and the makeup he could have just made Medea a male character if he wanted to play that role himself but he didn't he you know played that role as a woman why like because there are certain 
things that you can say and do as a woman that just do not come across the same from a man. The world hears women differently than they hear men, and they can be saying the exact same thing, but when a woman says certain things, especially when it comes to getting into someone's heart and spirit, it just hits different. Again, that's that confidence that we embody. And if for whatever reason you feel disconnected from who you are as a woman, I know so many females lose or suppress that like feminine part of themselves because life happens, abuse, disrespect, being told you're too much or, you know, being told you fight like a girl or you're too emotional or why are you wearing that? Why are you working there? Every woman's favorite question, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? All that like nonsense and BS and pressure. Focus on you and block out the noise. You're not too much. You're not too loud. You're not too emotional. You're not too quiet, not too fat, not too skinny, not too ambitious not too single you're not dating too much you're not wrong for wanting a family you're not wrong for not wanting a family your womanhood is not defined by what you do or don't do or what you want or don't want what you have or don't have your womanhood lies in whatever beautiful expressive way that you use the gifts talents abilities strengths that God has given you whether that's through the work you do or the friends you support, the kids you raise, the food you cook, the clothes you wear, the way you speak to people, the house you clean, garden, whatever way that you use your own natural skills, mind, heart, spirit, body to express yourself and contribute to the world around you, that is where your womanhood lies. So let's get into the divine feminine a little bit and why does it matter? It does not mean that, you know, God is a woman. Address God in whatever way you feel led to in your spirit. I personally address God as a male because he refers to himself as our father. I also believe it's not a coincidence that God is a male and that um, being the reason that this quote that this is a quote-unquote man's world because it was created by a male being that's my personal belief so i never intentionally disrespect men or try to bring them down or say that you know they ain't nothing because men are powerful and they are strong they are natural protectors and providers when they choose to fully lean into their masculine energy Um, But goddess energy and the divine feminine is very powerful. I think some women are afraid of being too feminine because there's like a connotation that it can imply being submissive or weak or silent. That's a big one that like um, women in society or like for in history have been viewed as needing to be seen and not heard or not being able to be strong and stand up for yourself and take what's yours go after what you want be ambitious there are all of these like ideas about women and it varies depending on your family your culture your personal preference obviously it's 2023 and being a woman means so many different things right now there is more freedom around gender roles and what women can and can't do and what's expected of us and how we're supposed to carry ourselves we all know for so many centuries the main role of a woman has been to have kids Um, the woman itself literally the word woman itself literally means to have a womb which is made to carry children but anyway As I've said, like, I've always been interested in the difference between feminine and masculine and the divine feminine. 
and just certain traits and special things like crazy intuition that most women just have naturally and the nature of a woman and what it means. In the black community specifically, the women are the backbone. They're known to carry a lot of the weight and have always, you know, known to be strong and wear a ton of different hats and have to put themselves last. And all of these you know, kind of cliches that are changing as the times change. Women in general are practicing self-care and wellness and are slowing down and learning that they don't have to be everything to everyone. I went to see Alicia Keys in concert last weekend in D.C. And just hearing her sing, you know, the popular songs that she has, like Superwoman and Girl on Fire and um, A Woman's Worth in person just reminded me of how powerful being a woman really is. I don't think it's a topic that's talked about a lot, especially, you know, like after school, we're, you know, taught sex ed and after puberty and going through adolescence, we're kind of just, um taught about our bodies how they work and then we kind of figure out everything else from the people around us or from media or pop culture movies shows whatever and there are so many different types of women and society like from a political or religious view sometimes tries to just lump all women and girls in the same category and have the same expectations from all women as if we're all the same and we're just not i love Ianla van zandt and she talks all the time about how the grandmothers and aunties especially again in the black community used to be role models for the young women and used to show them how to carry themselves and how to move in the world like this world that is designed for men and we have been losing you know some of that in our community so it's important when you're thinking about your identity as a woman um, think about also who are your female role models, who are the women in your family, women in business or at work that you look up to, maybe moms or wives that you look up to, women in the entertainment world. What can you learn from them? Um, have conversations with them about their stories and about what the world was like for them as young girls and um, what, it, what does being a woman mean to them and what did it mean when they were growing up? And how can you implement what you learn from them into your own life? Um, for me, I love Serena and Venus Williams. I love um, Oprah Winfrey, of course. I love Ianla, like I just said. I also love Meryl Streep. Lauren Bostic is my biggest inspiration in the like content creation space. Um, I love, um, I like some controversial controversial women as well like I of course love the Kardashians you guys know I do I really like Martha Stewart I'm not even gonna lie like I listen to her podcast every day I read Martha Stewart's blog I'm going to her restaurant in Las Vegas later this year like I cannot wait I know a lot of women do not like Martha Stewart for so many different reasons but I think she is a phenomenal businesswoman she just did the cover of Sports Illustrated at 80 freaking one years old I know um that like a lot of women think that her expectations of the homemaker are unrealistic but that's kind of the point of her brand like being as close to perfect as possible and to me she's not even about perfection but just having things in order and having a sense of beauty and coziness and properness I don't even know if properness is a word but you guys know what I'm saying <laughs> um just having that uh, in your life and in your space um, but being neat and designing your life in a very intentional way, having things in your space and in your life that actually make sense and aren't just taking up space, cooking, organizing, decorating, like doing all of that with a sense of purpose and class and a little ele elegance. So I love Martha Stewart for those reasons. And I really do love her brand. 
Also, I love Kris Jenner. I love, like, she's also one of those people, like, love her or hate her. Like, she has played the hell out of the cards that she's dealt, like, that she's been given. And, like, just everything that she's done is just insane. And she's taught all of her kids to do the same thing. I just love women who don't let their age define them or slow them down. Like, obviously, Martha Stewart and Kris Jenner are not young women. And Martha started really young, but... Chris Jenner didn't start this whole empire thing until she was in her 50s. Like, that's hard to do. Like, that's not easy to do. So I really just have a lot of respect for um, women who don't let their age define them. Obviously, we all know they're white and they have privilege and money and all that stuff. But I do think that they work very, very hard and they have not let their age define them or slow them down. I think they're phenomenal for that reason. Of course, I look up to my mother. She raised me as a single parent and she never tried to be both mom and dad. I know that's said about a lot of single parents, especially single moms, um, but she was 100% my mother. I also look up to my aunts, women in my family, women in my church, ladies that have class and dignity and women who are not Um, catty or stuck up and just they have that graceful energy they're not chaotic or dramatic again there's not one way to be a woman another one of my biggest role models growing up in someone who is still who I still admire is actually Ellen DeGeneres I actually think Ellen is one of the most dope talented funny kind-hearted genuine women in the world like I can say the same thing about Queen Latifah a woman's sexuality does not define her femininity not having a husband or kids does not make a woman less of a woman again there's not one way to be a woman some women are loud some women are quiet housewives is a great example like I just said, the Kardashians are another great example. Like some women are super career focused. Others want to be stay at home. And there's nothing wrong with either way. Women play sports. Some women are competitive. Um, some aren't, you know, some are great at cooking. Some can't cook at all. Like, you know, some, you know, they just enjoy different things. Some people enjoy it. Some people don't. Same thing with cleaning and domestic life in general. I don't have the patience for gardening. I do not have a green thumb at all. <laughs> and like, but I can cook. Like if you, if you need me to cook, I got you. But like dirt just is not my thing. And I also just, I just don't have the patience for caring for plants. I'm sorry. It's not my thing. But like I said, women are not the same. And just because a woman is great at one thing does not mean she can do everything. So think about what what women in history do you look up to? Um, what women in the Bible do you look up to? The Michael Jordan movie is really amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out because his mother was actually the reason behind the Air Jordan shoe deal with Nike. So definitely check that out. Like I said, we're so powerful. Um, And being a mom is not being a mom is the hardest job in the world. And I love stories like that because it shows you that that, you know, her role as a mother was incredible and she wasn't quote unquote just a mom like I hate when people say that about women because you never know what you know those kids are going to become but she was the reason behind that whole Air Jordan shoe deal with Nike and it was amazing to watch um women woman king is also a phenomenal movie check that out if you haven't seen it yet again we're just so powerful Things like the feminist movement and the Me Too movement have given a lot of women more empowerment, more rights, and more freedom. 
And just like there are a lot of women who don't want to be traditional and follow society standards, there are still women who do want to be more traditional and more conservative and who want to stay at home or, you know, be a stay at home mom or wife or whatever. And, you know, wear flowy dresses and have wavy hair and be more modest. And I think it is possible to be one or the other. And I also think it's possible to be both. I have days where I feel super girly and I love to dress up and I love to look super put together. And then I have other days where I look like a 12 year old boy when I leave the house. Like, you know, it just depends on the day. I am not one of those women who cannot go outside without makeup or or um, without looking a certain way. I will say I draw the line at wearing a bonnet out of the house, though. Like, I, I can't. Like, that is not my thing. I don't care if you do, but that's a little over the line for me. I will wear a headscarf out the house, like, if it's tied up, like, in a cute way and I have on the right earrings and it's a look, you know? But, like, wearing a bonnet out the house, I can't. <laughs> There's another... There's nothing like running a quick errand and knowing you look crazy and then seeing someone you know or someone who's cute and then having to avoid them at all costs. Like, you know, we've all been there. But just think about and just remember that, like, how you tap into your energy is up to you. Do you want to be more feminine? How can you lean more into your femininity in a way that makes you feel strong and not weak? Think about your style. I don't really care how people dress I try not to ever take what other people do personally but you know think about how do you define your personal style my style is not super modest or conservative but it's also not like overtly sexy either I was definitely sexy but in more of a subtle way I do not like to wear a lot of florals I don't like a lot of pastels and like airy fairy flowy things like that's not me like sometimes I wear but in general that's just not me I love black I love burgundy I stick to the darker more neutral colors sometimes I'll have like a loud pop of color but most of the time it'll be like a solid like I don't like a lot of prints I'm obsessed with light and baby pink right now it's everywhere around me um I am like super girly in a lot of ways but I also like a lot of dark sometimes more gothic vibe i wear chokers a lot my go-to everyday shoes are my black leather converse and so discovering your style is a part of expressing yourself as a woman and it is okay to change your mind as you grow and let your style grow and evolve with you i used to hate pink growing up and now i love it um right now i don't like a lot of prints and florals and flowery stuff but who knows in a month i could love it i don't like wearing makeup right now but in a year I could be living in Sephora so do what feels right for you right now and what you are comfortable with and what makes you feel good I have always loved romance and heels and dresses and stuff but I was actually never into the Disney princess movies growing up I was never the girl planning my wedding or thinking about having a baby you know from a young age I've just never been like that I've always like loved love and I've loved romantic things but I've always been more into being independent and basically the Cinderella song from Cheetah Girls like was my theme song that whole I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting in a dark dusty cellar waiting for somebody to come to set me free I'd rather rescue myself like that's always been more my vibe and for me I've just always not from watching my mom I just have always um known that I'm good with or without without a man like it's never been something that I've like chased too much which is like you know shout out to my mom for that because I think that's a nice trait to have um so think about what makes you also feel feminine I like luxury perfume I don't wear perfume every day just because it has a lot of harmful ingredients and like chemicals and stuff that we should not be inhaling 
on a daily basis but my favorite fragrance is wifey coincidentally after i just said (laughs) um yeah like literally after i just said i'm good with or without a man the name of my favorite fragrance is wifey by kim kardashian um i also really love the classic chanel number five i love keeping a few roses in my space that makes me feel super feminine if you guys watched pretty little liars and you remember aria montgomery she's basically me in a nutshell like she she was the more dark gothic romantic vibey one who loved older guys if i were any fictional tv character it's definitely aria um but yeah i do like to also show off my body but i like to save some room for mystery you know same save some room for the imagination um i love wearing heels and having my hair and nails done um i also like i don't like talking a lot but not out of feeling like I have to be quiet but just because I'm a naturally shy person but obviously I have a whole podcast where I literally only do solo episodes so clearly I can talk a lot it just depends on who I'm around um also doing everything out of love and with love as much as possible makes me feel like a woman um not being petty or catty or gossipy not intentionally hurting other women or bringing other people down in general not being desperate like i said not being desperate for anything but definitely not for a man or for male attention um doing what i like for myself not for other people taking care of myself my body improving myself getting better every day not worse aging gracefully I say as I sit here as a 24 year old um but like as I as I get older you know as I move towards 30 I know so many women are still scared of the number 30 um I plan on like aging gracefully and not try trying to hold on to my youth forever or act young forever also embracing what makes me different and also embracing the things about myself that are not super feminine and you know like I'm not super proper. I'm not like debutante like by any means. I eat a lot of food. I do not care whose son I'm out to dinner with. I'm not gonna sit there and eat a salad and lemon water. Like I eat well. I love to eat good food. I don't like wearing makeup. Uh, what you see is pretty much what you get when it comes to my face. So there are like a lot of different ways that I'm not like super feminine, and I think it's okay to embrace those parts of yourself as well. Um, I stand up for myself. I'm going to say what's on my mind. And if I don't say it out loud, my face will say it for me. Like (laughs) you guys know, my face has no chill. Um, I am not a people pleaser by any means. I do not care much about what people think. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it with or without you. I'm like a man a little bit in the sense that it does not take much to make me happy. Like y'all know how a lot of guys um, or just like, give me good food, a TV and a couch. Like I'm like that. Like I do not need, you know, the bags and the clothes and the spas and the five-star restaurants. Like those things are nice every once in a while, but I'm good with food, coffee, TV and money in the bank. Like those, if I have those bases covered, I'm good. So like (laughs) embrace the things about you that might not be so feminine or womanly. It's all a part of who you are. And that also makes you, you. I work a lot. I am a bit like entrepreneurial. I plan to be a very high earner. Um, Some people consider those masculine traits. Again, you can be all of who you are. You just have to be clear about it so it doesn't feel like, you know, one side of yourself is fighting against the other. And also, you know, just so you keep yourself feeling comfortable in your skin, doing what's best for you. Not really, like I said, I don't care what other people think. Um, In a romantic relationship, though, I am what... 
people would say <laughs> is indespoiled. And I saw this um, phrase on Instagram and I've never been so accurately dis- defined in my life. Indespoiled is being independent and still wanting to be spoiled. So like I am very independent. I can pay for my own stuff, make my own money. But in a relationship, I want to be taken care of a little bit. I want to be spoiled every once in a while. Nothing crazy, but like little things like grab me coffee a few times a month when you pass Starbucks or get me some roses just because like, you know, I give me some really nice pens because I write a lot. Like, again, nothing crazy, but I just like the little, the nice little things every once in a while. Jayla Corian talks about this all the time because she makes a lot of money and um, men think that they don't have to do anything for her. And this is super common, especially when some men see how independent a woman is. But it's like, yeah, but I still want you to do things. And at like the end of the day, if a man really wants to, he will. And if he doesn't want to, he won't. It's up to you to decide your standards and, you know, what your preferences are. Just because I like nice little things, thoughtful things here and there does not mean that that's your thing. And so, you know, just figure out what works for you. But I am definitely indespoiled. That was like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I was so glad that I that I saw that phrase on Instagram. Shout out to whoever came up with that because you just described everything about me. I'm so grateful. Um, but I like to work and have my own money and I know that I can take care of myself, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to be taken care of either. Figure out and brainstorm again, like what you want, how you define yourself as a woman. Maybe just get a pen and paper and make a quick list. What does being a woman mean to you? What ways are you feminine? What ways do you think you're feminine? What ways do you think you're masculine? Both males and females, again, have both masculine and feminine qualities. Some have more, some have less, depending on the person. Um, When women are told that they're like, quote unquote, too much, that often does suppress their feminine qualities. So if that's you, just make sure that you really do some inner work about that. Because, you know, we are a lot, but so are men. You know, I know a lot of men who are way more emotional than I am. And so don't feel bad for things like being sensitive. Like that's something that I was called a lot when I was younger. Um, I was sensitive. I was shy. And I learned that those things are not bad traits. I just had to learn how to channel them you know, in the right time, in the right place. And having a backbone is important. Um, but there are, it's also important to um, acknowledge my emotions and my feelings. Same thing, you know, this goes for males and females. Real men cry, real women cry. Tap into your emotions. Do not not have your feelings. Like, don't be emotion emotionless. Don't suppress your emotions. You do not have to be more like a man to be successful or to be taken seriously. Of course, you can't like let your bad emotions overtake you, but also don't ignore your feelings. Figure figure out a way to like just deal with your feelings in a you know healthy, um, productive way. Being vulnerable is very powerful. It's actually weak to suppress your emotions in order to be strong you have to be vulnerable because fear makes you smaller like fear literally you know causes you to like shrink a little bit and so emotions do not equal weakness also don't be afraid to love I know it's such a common theme with women that you know if after we get hurt we just want to put 
all the walls up and like just make sure that you know you work on your healing and that you're not afraid to love in general and you don't have to be in a romantic relationship to express love like do everything with and out of love you know there's platonic love don't operate like I said out of hurt and keep yourself overly guarded or be super cold out of fear again fear just it, it just shrinks you and it's um, so much more empowering to be vulnerable and to let go of fear and that is hard to do so like I said if you need to do some healing work definitely work on that um, wanting love and giving love being love is natural you can embody love um, you can send it freely to people positive energy is cheesy but love really is the most powerful force um, on the planet like there is nothing that is stronger than love tap into your self-love get rid of any limiting beliefs old habits old mindsets that don't support you you have the power to create a new reality a new mindset for yourself feminine energy allows you to heal and restore and nurture yourself and other people so just you know tap into that also do your best to make sure that you are not comparing yourself to other women all the time or feeling like you have to compete or tear down other women. The Housewives franchise is pretty much built on that, and it's very entertaining, but it's also very sad. Like, the cattiness and the gossip is so low vibrational. I like to remind myself that I am not in competition with anyone. Everything I'm supposed to have, I already have and I will have. Um, I do what I do out of love and enjoyment, not out of desperation or likes or approval or validation not having you know desperate energy i know i can be ambitious but not desperate or chasing just going after what i want but also knowing and believing that it's already mine and that i'm already living out my dream life and that everything like is going to happen and work out for me i also love 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 supporting other women think about like having a sisterhood, not just friends, but real friends who you can call your sisters. I know that making friends as an adult can be very hard, especially if you move or they move, you know, when people start families and don't have time or in school, work, whatever. Make the time to prioritize your girlfriends. I am very intentional about who I let in my space and protecting my energy, but you cannot do life alone. I know people can get on your nerves. I know they can bring you down. Those are just not the people for you make new friends and not all your friends need to be like you you can have things in common but it's healthy to have some diversity in your life that's how we grow that's how we learn more it's not bad to naturally want to care for other people a lot of women push away from being caring because they've been taken advantage of and you have to have boundaries you know around giving of yourself but naturally caring and you know if you're a naturally caring and compassionate person, then definitely don't be scared to, to be like that in a healthy way. Um, what do you feel called to do? Don't neglect the call to help others if you feel led to do that, whether it's through healing, helping, teaching. The core of the divine feminine is wisdom. Um, we all have so much natural emotional intelligence. Start listening to yourself and your own intuition more, especially if you're someone who feels like you have to ask 
you know, what's, you have to ask someone else's opinion before you do something. Grow your confidence and your trust in yourself. I have a whole episode on trusting yourself and building confidence that you can check out if you have not already. But we carry so much wisdom and our intuition is so high. You just have to use it more. It's like growing a muscle or learning a new skill. It takes practice. Goddess energy is about creation and bringing life into existence. Female and creation are not just about birthing a baby. Like I said, you don't have to be a biological mother to create beautiful and amazing things. If you have an idea, you can execute that. You can decorate. You can start a business. You can do makeup, hair, nails. You can just the way you speak can be creative. And, you know, the way that we talk is definitely creative. Whatever it is, you can be artistic if you want to. You can express express yourself through Like I said, your creations or just through nurturing, you can make the world around you nicer. There's a reason um, people say that a woman makes a house a home. Men can do that too, but we just bring a certain energy to a space that is just unmatched. Um, Also, embrace your body. I love my female form, my face, my legs, my curves, my lips. Especially as a black woman, our bodies are constantly put under a microscope. It is so important to just express gratitude and love for your body. Think about what makes you feel like a woman, like I said before. What makes you feel beautiful? Um, For me, I like to keep myself calm. I like to um, let myself feel my feelings and my emotions Also, how can you support yourself and your body through your cycles? A little TMI warning before um, we get into this part. But if talking about your period and hormones is uncomfortable for you, just skip like the next two minutes or so. But if you are female, you know, this is most likely a part of your life. And so cycle syncing is a huge trend right now. It's syncing your habits according to which phase you're in our cycles operate in four different phases menstruation the follicular phase ovulation and the luteal phase i feel like i just went back to middle school sex ed class but if you don't know about the four phases i recommend looking them up especially if you want to have kids or are interested in fertility it's important to know how your body works whether you want kids or not i'm not really a fan of cycle syncing and doing certain things in according to the phase I'm in, but it does work for a lot of women. I am a fan of tracking my cycle because I like to know when I'll be on, especially for like travel and plans and stuff. And I do have a regular period. And so by tracking, I'll know when something's off or if I'm late or if I'm feeling extra emotional, I'll just look at my app and realize that it's almost that time of the month. And that explains why I'm extra tired or have extra energy or I can't sleep or I can cry at the drop of a dime, you know. The normal stuff. Like I use the P Tracker app. It's the letter P and the word tracker. I have the free version where I can just track and I put it, uh, I log the day that my period starts and then when it ends, I automatically, and then I log when it ends and it automatically tells me when I will be on it again and when I'm ovulating. Those are like the two most important things to know, in my opinion. There are Um, There is a more in-depth version of the app that you can pay for. 
I used to use the Flow app, which I did pay for, but then I realized I did not need all the bells and whistles. I just need to know when I'll be on and when I'm most likely to get pregnant, which is ovulation. So those are all such fun, sexy words I know. But, you know, it's important to talk about and there's still so much shame and embarrassment around women talking about their bodies and cycles and we got to remove all that. Like it's not gross. It's not embarrassing. It does not always feel good and it's not fun to go through or discuss but it is a part of being a woman so cheers side note I'm I'm actually more emo the week before I'm on than I am the week that I'm actually on I also have way more energy the week before too everyone's body is different some people say don't make major decisions when you're on I think my intuition is higher and so I don't really change much about my routine except I do sleep more during that time I do not believe that you can only have certain foods and do certain exercises depending on the time of of month. I know a lot of women don't like to plan anything. Um, Some women like to take off work when they're on. I don't get hit that hard. I don't get like super insane cramps. And it's not because I'm lucky. It's because I'm very intentional about my exercise and rest and my nutrition and how I use my energy. Another reason I wanted to talk about this is because I don't think women talk about it enough and supporting. And that is I don't think women talk enough about supporting your hormones. I am not a doctor. I always have to add this disclaimer, but we're kind of taught to put a Band-Aid over everything or reach for meds or junk food or unhealthy stuff when we feel sad or depressed or anxious or lonely. And not all of it is mental illness that needs to be treated by a doctor. You, You can look into your daily habits. What are you doing? How are you living? And ask yourself, are you taking care of your body? And do you think your lifestyle is supporting your hormones like or harming it you know to definitely look into that as well um is your lifestyle supporting or harming your hormones you don't have you know to have you don't have to like every single healthy thing to do healthy things like I don't always feel like getting on my treadmill every day but it's good for my body and exercise keeps my hormones regulated and in check because I'm releasing pent-up energy in a healthy productive way I don't feel like eating an apple instead of of chips all the time but you know I know that I'm supporting my body and treating it well if you feel like your body is out of whack and you don't know what's going on of course talk to your medical professional if you need to but also be honest with yourself about your lifestyle habits I love tequila but I know that I cannot have it all the time you know I feel my best when I only have it once or twice a month if that I love margaritas but margaritas do not love me back and so alcohol is one of the most damaging harmful things you can put in your body Um, It definitely affects hormones in the craziest way without you even realizing it. So just be mindful of what you're doing and putting in your body because that's going to affect your your hormones, your emotions, how you feel. I also like focusing on high protein, fruits and vegetables, plenty of water, little to no alcohol, soda or sugary juice or drinks. Um, Of course, like I said, regular exercise, all of that helps me to keep me and my body regulated and centered. I also love green tea, Um, not having fast food every day, not having a ton of sugar, eating food that's actually real food and real food in its natural form with nutrients, whole foods, um, help your body to feel its best, not make it feel worse. Um, 
like I said, support your hormones and your body and your brain. It all goes back to treating your body well and doing those basic habits that can be so hard to stick with. Not eating a ton of junk food and fast food, drinking plenty of water, exercising regularly, getting your heart rate up, getting enough sleep, eating real, whole, nutrient-dense, healthy food, making sure the good stuff outweighs the bad. So that is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you're following me and have this Um, podcast saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me if you enjoyed it also forget do not forget to rate and review this podcast dm me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover my instagram is at mara p sullivan you can also find me on lemon eight i post on there every single day um remember that no matter what you might be going through right now do not forget to love i'll talk to you guys soon bye